0: Good morning, everyone. This is seeking sustainability in Japan. Today, we're talking about travel outside of the cities and rural Mie and Nara with Akiko Hayashi. Thank you so much for joining, Akiko.
1: Thank you for having me, Joy. Good morning, everyone.
0: Uh, now, just to shout out at the beginning, uh, I was recommended to get in touch with you from Stacy Kurokawa. Now, Stacy joined uh, this talk show last year, talking about forest therapy and some of the projects that she's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Now, you are a graphic designer, so we're yes. going to talk about some of your art and graphic design. And... You also organized the social media for East Nara and Nabadi Nabadi tourism, tourism. right? Yeah. How did you get interested in graphic design and art? Can you remember a time when you first got Uh really interested?
1: I have always been interested in drawing, layouting things on paper since I was little. So I don't remember when, but I went to, uh, I didn't go to uh, art art college. I studied English and intercultural communication in college. But gradually, I felt like, oh, I want to design something. So I, (laughs) after graduation, I, yeah. I decided to become a graphic designer. I started, I had to start all over again. <laughs>
0: yeah, well that's sometimes, and it, it seems like you you had another turnaround uh, in recent years, moving back to Mie after mm. living in Tokyo. Was that because of coronavirus? I saw your quote, you can work from anywhere now. So is that <laughs> is that the reason you
1: went home? I wrote uh, before the pandemic. Uh, Actually, I moved back to my hometown in 2012, 2012, because of that big Tohoku earthquake. I had based in Tokyo for about 15 years. But after that earthquake, um, yeah, I, my family and I decided to uh, move to, you know, move out of a th- that big city.
0: <laughs> I think a lot of us uh, had a chance to reassess what we want to do with our lives, right? During coronavirus or... Here she talks about as a working mother, how she learned how to keep things simple in terms of daily bento making for her children's school. Now, another thing about being a mom, which I, I love about your feed, is talking about bento. Now, <laughs> any, any mom in Japan feels so much pressure to make the beautiful bento what? that you see and your kids might the complain if they if they see the beautiful bento of the other kids, right? But <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Keep it simple, yeah.
1: keep it healthy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's, uh, I was watching this American, uh, dramas or shows on Netflix and, um, the mother in that show was making a bento. I mean, lunchbox, uh, for her child and I was shocked. Eh? that's so simple and well so so we i was like what are we doing so it should be you know simpler so it's just you know lunch so maybe like rice ball and some you know uh eggs uh, cherry tomatoes and yeah And my daughter. You don't have
0: to make it too complicated,
1: right? Mm. Yes. Yeah,
0: And even though a lot of the schools have the hot lunch, like for us, we're a vegetarian family. Mm. And I know there's a lot of international information about how wonderful washoku lunches are. Mm -hmm. But in our situation, it was not typical Japanese food. So like Mm. even kitsune udon, Ah, which is usually vegetarian, Mm -hmm. They were adding chicken for some reason. So we had to send bento like almost every day. (laughs) Mm -mm -mm -mm. And uh, I had to talk to the nutritionist and she had to check that I was giving my kids enough protein and enough, you know, good, healthy balance and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, But making a bento was a big part of my life. And I love your last post saying last bento, right? For your daughter. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, I was surprised so many people liked that tweet. Yeah. And she said, thank you. Arigato for three years. Oh, wow. That's
0: that, so nice. That right? reward,
1: yeah. It was everything <laughs> <Yeah>. to me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right? That's so nice when your kids say thank yeah. you. That's yeah. so rare. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you were making bread, homemade bread, too, right?
1: For the sandwiches, good for you. Sandwiches, because uh, uh, we don't, I think uh, you know that we don't have uh, many, you know, good, especially in small, you know, in a small town, we don't have many uh, many good bakeries. And all the bread I buy, you know, is too sweet. (laughs) I don't like to, you know, squeeze bread with dinner, with yeah. food. So yeah, I yeah. I
0: I interviewed a very talented baker in Hiroshima at Oheso. Is his bakery and cafe and he said Japanese typical Japanese bread is like dessert bread there's so much sugar inside right Mm -hmm. and for now we are vegans so it's really Mm -hmm. difficult to find vegan bread in Japan because most has milk and eggs inside very Mm -hmm. unusual to European bread which is mostly Mm -hmm. vegan just Mm -hmm. anyway Um, but did you find we found that when I started making bread Mm -hmm. we reduced the amount of plastic packaging a lot Mm. because we were buying so much bread, all the plastic bags for Mm. maybe four slices or five slices. So making bread was a really great way to make healthy food, but also Mm -hmm. to reduce the amount of plastic. Did you find Uh, that as well?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. And I bought this, you know... uh, carbonated water machine and that reduces plastic bottles a lot uh. but, but to use regular <laughs> regular
0: water and then just add the carbonation and then you just reuse that container yes. right yes yeah mm-hmm. i i challenged myself last year never to buy a pet bottle plastic mm-hmm. bottle mm-hmm. and it's so difficult because so many of the machines now it's almost all the plastic pet bottle, it. right? It's their but light. Yeah, it's such a big problem in Japan because the image is it's getting recycled, but actually mm-hmm. less than twenty percent is recycled. Most of yeah. it is burnt. So it's much better if you can use reusable containers mm-hmm. or choose the glass one or the metal one, and then mm-hmm. that can be recycled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's difficult in Japan to reduce plastic, right? Mm-hmm. How about uh, cans? Cans about have... A, cans Cans are better because better. cans have a value mm-hmm. in the recycled chain. Plastic mm-hmm. has no value, right? Mm-hmm. So that's that's a problem. Okay. Glass and metal is better. Um, yeah. Reusable is the best. So mm-hmm. if you can find like a retro Coca-Cola machine where you can drink the bottle and then wash the bottle, reuse the bottle, that's, that's better.
1: Or ah, that's take your own
0: yeah. bottle, yeah, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. fill it up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what we should aim for, right? This section is about her original creative design and learning how to do traditional Japanese kintsugi repair on ceramics. Yeah. So you've you've done a variety of different work, uh, like logos for different businesses as well as travel and uh, even New Year's cards, right? What what (laughs) kind of design work do you like the best? Because you did some training in San Francisco, right? You've worked in design both in English and in Japanese. Do you notice a difference in style, like what the client wants or what the user wants in English versus Japanese?
1: Uh, I didn't work in uh, San Francisco. I just studied Study, right? design yeah. there and uh, the big difference is uh, in, in Japan, in Japanese, we have to design vertically too. So, you know, in English, all the layout is uh, from left to right horizontally but in japan we have to learn vertical design too so i think it's more complicated and we have more characters so i thought it would be more interesting to me as a japanese so that's why oh i maybe i didn't need to come back to japan but that's one that that was one of the reasons that i wanted to uh design in Japan because I wanted to deal with vertical layout So I studied it from zero from in Japan again too I had to stu- uh, I had to learn how to do it in Japan again
0: but I love your use of balance and, and space. Quite, quite often the print, the print media in Japan is is quite good for this balance of mm. space and and text, right? Um, but even online, when I look at your work, I'm very impressed by your use of of space and oh, pictures. Thank thank yeah, you. very nice and simple, very easy to follow. Um, my husband and I, we've made magazines and and maps in the past for Get Hiroshima and and doing a vegetarian diet as well so it it seems really simple but to create a simple design is actually difficult right
1: mm, yes yes so minimalism that's that's more difficult difficult than you know packed busy busy design uh i was taught that graphic design uh it, well all well, space matters graphic design is about space so you, know, you don't put everything in space, but you have to leave certain space to make it look uh, you know, better, attractive. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm. And I think we're so overwhelmed by text, especially now most of us are looking at it on our phones, right? Very small screens. Mm-hmm. Um, so having space and very easy to follow graphics or logos and very easy <laughs> text to read on your Thank phone you. is, is really important, right? That's uh, what you're doing. Yes, yes, so right now. Has your style changed over time? Because this is a website design that you did as well, right?
1: Yeah. I, ha- I think now I have my own style. Mm. I was struggling with... Uh, making my own style when I was younger but right now I think I have my own
0: Mm. yeah it's it's difficult right to uh, make your own unique look uh, as a designer I imagine Mm. Mm. because there's there's so much available out there that if you do have something unique it's not difficult for someone else to borrow your Mm. your style right yeah and of course everybody borrows from each other, at least a little bit. You get inspiration from yes, other yes. artists and, mm, yes. and designers. But and still have things. your own look is important. Mm, yes. How mm. do you get inspired for new ideas? I saw that you went to the Louvre, the Louvre in Mie. <laughs> huh? What? Ah <laughs> You went you went to the sister, the sister
1: <laughs> of Louvre, right? Yes this place was it was so much fun. Oh everybody should you know go there but it's not very famous. I I don't know why but all the sculptures statues were very very well made. Those are all replicas but but official replicas. <laughs>
0: it's still interesting right it's it's different from just looking on the internet or just looking in a book like even Mm -hmm. if you're seeing a replica of something maybe you can never go to paris yourself right it's still interesting
1: yeah 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 yes so we checked all the details because my daughter uh has to uh draw those sculptures for yeah interest for the entrance exams so i see (laughs) (laughs) so
0: you're you're showing the real one on your phone right and next to next to the replica i like that (laughs) (laughs) now in terms of doing your own art you've also been doing kintsugi now kintsugi (laughs) is a great example of sustainability Mm -hmm. because If your dish is broken a little bit, it's a Japanese traditional style of repair,
1: right? That's right. Can you tell me about doing kintsugi? Uh, I knew of kintsugi, but I didn't know the the, the exact process or steps, but uh, you first, yeah, First, you have to use urushi, urushi lacquer to put broken pieces together. So um, this bowl is, wasn't uh, really broken, but it, it had this, uh, how do you say, crack? St- 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 streak or whatever. And you have to apply urushi lac- uh, lacquer before you apply uh, golden powder so and it takes so much time to reach the final uh, gold powder uh, phase and i haven't i haven't even started i haven't even touched the, the, the gold thing yet <laughs> and you put urushi and you have to leave your uh, ceramic wear at least for about two weeks. That's why it takes so much time, but that's that's how uh, ancient people <laughs> uh, repaired, uh, you know, ceramic ware. Ah, like wow, that. that's
0: so interesting. Um, I'm reading a book by Hannah Kirshner and she did woodworking and -hmm. then she used the traditional lacquer technique of Urushi Mm -hmm. uh, to cover the the woodwork Mm -hmm. and she's talking about how poisonous it is, right? So you have to have lots of gloves, so be careful Mm -hmm. when you're using Urushi. Um, We had a beautiful Urushi tree, it's gorgeous, Mm -hmm. right? It's beautiful in autumn, gorgeous leaves, we didn't know it was urushi, and oh. it was it was poisoning our neighbor. Every time mm. he picked up the leaves, he would have cuts on his hand. Oh. And he said, "Can you please cut that tree down?" We're like, "Yes, of course." We didn't know, right?
1: Yeah. You have so, to yeah, uh, be watch. careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you uh, work on kimtugi, so I yeah I have to be really careful. Yes.
0: Yeah. But that's interesting you're using the traditional techniques, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, because uh the one of the areas that I'm working with uh is uh considered the originated place, the birth of, of urushi trees or urushi, urushi lacquer techniques or whatever. So that and they have Where, where is that? Asonie uh, in Nara, Sony Village. In Nara. it's called Sony Village in Nara Prefecture. Esso. I have a,
0: a picture. One yeah, of your yeah. pictures from Sony Village of doing yeah. the cycling there. Yeah,
1: so it looks really beautiful. Yes, that the mountain is very unique. Unique and, shape, yeah, of yes, the mountain. They, uh, they, I. They were they would use that techniques in in ancient times, so so they are they are trying to promote urushi techniques and they uh, have workshops of those kintsugi. So I joined I joined it. It was my first experience too. <laughs> oh, that's great.
0: I, I love to hear that these traditional techniques, uh, which are more sustainable because you're repairing something that mm. you're going to use longer, mm. um, is coming back. We need
1: more of that. Yeah, definitely, it's coming back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And now, this section, she's talking about how the overabundance of bamboo is being utilized by local schools and local entrepreneurs to create products and workshops and tourism and travel appeal for the area by creating a bamboo light up event. Now, another example of something I hope to see more of in Japan is reutilizing bamboo, using bamboo uh, in different ways. Mm-hmm. Now, you have lots of great photos of yeah. a bamboo light up um, illumination project, mm-hmm. yes. which is happening until the end of January, right? Can you tell us about yeah. it?
1: Uh, it's, uh, it is being held until January the 31st but uh the the place is called akame 48 waterfalls in nabari city miei prefecture but it's gonna be uh closed during the new year's 28th or uh to second so um
0: but then it's open
1: again after yeah. a short
0: break, and yes, then
1: open until end of January, right? Right, and mm-hmm. so those bamboo tubes are from abandoned bamboo, because uh, there, they, there are a lot of forest uh, bamboo forests, forests in the city, and they have to thin the bamboo to maintain the forest, and. So people what was you know oh what 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 are we gonna do with these you know abandoned bamboo? Oh okay, maybe we can uh, do something with these you know bamboos and, and then they uh, uh, they are doing this uh, since when so it this is the third uh it's the third year this year i think yes so it's it's a,
0: it's a great idea mm-hmm. to bring people cuz in in japan in many places we have illumination Mm-hmm. activities right yeah. a way to get outside it's cold but it's pretty right and then you can enjoy the view in the forest with all mm-hmm. the beautiful lit up bamboo and then hopefully go and eat some hot zenzai or something <laughs> to warm you up maybe amazake heat it up like a non-alcoholic or even yeah. alcoholic sake um but this is a great idea i love it yeah. and i i read about um the stg project to get the reuse of the the bamboo that they use to cut down and thin thin the forest to maintain Mm -hmm. the forest and then like you said finding a way to reuse it but also teaching the students how to do it so the students could learn about reusing uh disused materials
1: right yes and yeah that's what the local people are doing and also uh they have uh, uh, many bamboo lantern making workshops in many uh, uh, areas in the city, and then uh, by making the lanterns, people are, you know, connecting each other. That's what I heard. So, and also they, I heard they are trying to create new businesses. Uh, with bamboos, for example, uh, for example, making, you know, little, uh, You <laughs> Do you know memma. Memma it's a little, uh, brownie little thing that you put in a ramen. Ramen. Oh. Oh. Well, so what? using, using edible parts of the bamboo. Yeah, edible parts. Yes, yes, yes. So, somehow they are going to cook i don't know but but uh, uh, anyways they are trying to create a new a uh, new businesses to uh, help the area thrive more and That's connect. Great. Yeah, that's great.
0: Uh, Bamboo is more sustainable than a lot of other kinds of materials that we can use, like Mm -hmm. a wood. Um, It grows so fast. It's like a weed, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, Winifred Bird, when I interviewed her in the series last year, she wrote a beautiful book about uh, foraging culture in Japan and forest forest food. So Mm -hmm. finding wild food. Eating Wild Mm -hmm. in Japan was her book. And she went to a restaurant in Kyoto Mm -hmm. where they had 10 courses of food all made with bamboo. Bamboo, different kinds of food, 10 different courses. And so maybe that's something you should suggest as well, right? A Bamboo specialist Mm -hmm. course, right? Um, And then how bamboo used to be used for everything. Bam in Japan, bamboo Mm -hmm. chopsticks, bamboo baskets, bamboo hats. Mm -hmm. And then when that stopped, when bamboo was used less, Mm -hmm. then bamboo uh, was not farmed anymore Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. kind of became a problem. Mm -hmm. Because before, when it was used so much, it was never a problem in the Mm -hmm. forest. So really
1: interesting. We need to use it more, I think. Yeah, Uh, I... We have a lot of... Uh, there is a lot of uh, forest reuse cases in the area that I'm working with. So in the in the Yoshino area, they have a lot of cedar trees and they make a sake keg or barrel with those trees. And then uh, also they make chopsticks out of the the old barrels. So, yeah, so we have some, you know, forest reuse cases. So, mm.
0: that's great. Yeah. Uh when I visited Kamikatsu in Tokushima, uh there were some groups trying to make the barrels for mm-hmm. the bancha Mm -hmm. because the bancha used to be made in wooden barrels and then they started using plastic Mm -hmm. barrels but then the taste was not as good so they want to go back to the wooden barrels but there's Mm -hmm. very few places making Mm -hmm. the wooden barrel so they Mm -hmm. were also using bamboo trying to figure out how to make the wooden barrel Mm -hmm. I also talked to miso factory Kani Miso in mm -hmm. Hiroshima and they also are looking for wooden barrels so I think this could be big business Mm -hmm. around Japan if you Mm -hmm. make good wooden barrels right
1: yeah yeah okay sake tastes different from the yeah uh, kind of what what kind of wood they use for the barrel yes
0: yeah definitely sake miso uh shochu I heard as well Right. And pancha uh, really? in Kamikatsu. Mm-hmm. So lots of different traditional yeah. products. Yes.
1: Mm. Right.
0: But um, maybe one of the things that you're also encountering is the lack of money for the wood or the bamboo from Japan. Mm-hmm. So you need to create more of a market to mm-hmm. increase the value so that it's worthwhile for people mm-hmm. to go and get the bamboo or get mm-hmm. the the wood from the forest. Mm. That's part of the problem, right? Yes. Mm. Yeah, like yeah. you mentioned <laughs> Tsugi, the cedar stugi, tree, stugi. right? Stugi. There's too much sugi, cedar tree, all over <laughs> Japan, right? <laughs> but they told me, they told me in Kamikatsu, one tree is only worth 1,000 yen. yen yeah. So it doesn't have enough value for the staff mm. to go and collect it mm. and bring it down, right? So if we create more demand for mm-hmm. local wood or local bamboo, then hopefully the price will go up and we can create more yeah, of a
1: hopefully, yes, I hope domestic so. domestic, system, right? Yes. Because yeah. the domestic trees are very good. They're high quality. So yes. Definitely. Yeah. Keep
0: it local, right? <laughs> yes, yes. Now, uh, you often go to the rural area to help promote uh, tourism in the rural area. Uh, and there were so many beautiful photos on your mm. ENN Tourism Instagram, yes. which you're managing, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Is yes. autumn, yes. autumn looks like such a beautiful time yes. to visit. Yes. Yes.
1: This is, uh, this temple is called Muro Uji. And it's uh, it's one of the most famous temples in Nara Prefecture. It's a big temple, and uh, from uh, so it had this temple has accepted women from the from ancient times when uh, Koya sang. Uh, didn't accept wi- uh, women.
0: I I interviewed mm-hmm. a woman from mm-hmm. England who yes. became a Buddhist priest mm-hmm. in Miyazaki as mm-hmm. well, the other day. So that's a really interesting connection, right? And Koya-san does it is so famous? Mm-hmm. We also talked with the filmmaker Felicity about uh, her working in Koya So she's oh. going to talk about that more in January.
1: But yeah, oh, so mm-hmm.
0: interesting that this is welcoming to women.
1: This is uh, this is called the Women's Temple, Women's Koya. Mm.
0: That's so beautiful. Such yes. a stunning place to visit. Yeah. Yes, here she gives examples of how an old school is being reused. In Uda, an area of Nada.
1: This is in. This is located in the city called Uda City. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this place used to be a uh, elementary school, and now in Japan, uh, you know, uh, population is shrinking, so a lot of. Schools, elementary school, junior high schools are closed down and merged into, you know, one, you know, and we have a lot of uh, vacant, uh, unused school buildings. And so they uh, turned into this uh, interesting uh, facility and you can yeah yeah you can have you you can uh, have like taking picture party how do you say shooting photo shooting party, <laughs> um, a lot of cosplayers and they take pictures uh, in this venue and post them into onto Instagram and they also have uh, yes beautiful maple trees. From all over the world. What, how many species? About 3,000. Yeah, 3,000 maple trees.
0: Yeah. And Yay. such a great way to reuse the old school building, hmm. which is not being used. And I love that idea of bringing in cosplayers to pose and take photos inside the old school. That's great.
1: Yeah. And they I have f- a guest house too.
0: Yeah, I talked to some people, uh, like in Kochi, talking to Violet. Mm -hmm. And she was talking about uh, some people have started a guest house in an old Mm -hmm. school. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's great to reuse the old buildings, not just knock them down, right? Yes. Here she introduces the natural beauty of Ago Bay in Mie Prefecture.
1: Beautiful! Need natural views. This is Ago Bay, is it? This is this place is in M- Mie Prefecture, uh, so uh called Shima, 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 Shima region, Shima region. And then that 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 beach was other uh, another area of Mie Prefecture because we have a lot of. You know, we, we have mountains, beaches, and yes, an hour, but so we are located uh, close from Osaka and Nagoya in the end. So you get off Nagoya and take the Kintetsu or you get off at Shin-Osaka and then take local train to Namba and then you take So, Kintetsu Railway, (laughs) I'm like a promoter of Kintetsu Railway, but yes, that's the easiest and most comfortable way to access our area. And the hub station is called Nabari to get to the west part of uh, Mie Prefecture and eastern part of Nara. Yeah, but I recommend visiting there either in autumn, in uh, and spring and summer, because summer, you have, uh, th- there are a lot of campgrounds and you, s- you can swim in the river. But winter, you get, you might get to see frozen waterfalls. So that is something different, different. Ah, yes, it's a winter. Yes. <laughs> so in winter, if the climate weather is perfect, you'll get to see this kind of rime ice. Do you know rime ice frost? So you get to see frosty mountain.
0: Here she introduces the Good Wolf Craft Brewery in Nara. Uh, there was one place you shared about craft beer, and I thought it looked so nice. yeah, um, because it's like an old house. It's not mm. your typical new shop, right? It's mm. an old house that's been remodeled, but they had good craft beer, did they?
1: Yeah, uh, I couldn't drink that time because I drove there. you know, that yes.
0: And I that's what you need you need to take your own growler,
1: which is like a takeout reusable yes, yes. beer container, yeah. right? That, that's <laughs> that's that's what the owner recommended me. Yes. Yeah. So they they sell like that. So please try if you have one. And so I bought a few bottles. So yeah, it, it was it tasted very unique and. I, the other day i um, i also uh, had their beer at an uh, open air uh, marche or market and it was a chestnut beer chestnut flavored beer wow it was so good yes that so sounds really good, good. yes and so good. Uh,
0: I love to promote the craft beer because quite often the craft beer is made using local products yes. or collaborating with local mm-hmm. farmers or using local citrus. I know the Rise and Win uh, breweries in Kamikatsu, they're reusing some of the old uh, farm farmers mm. like old citrus peels in their beer. Um, they're trying to give the spent grains after mm-hmm. making the beer back to the farmers. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of great sustainable practices by yeah. craft breweries. Nice. It's wonderful.
1: Yes, so they, uh, they also make yuzu citrus beer because the area's specialty is yuzu citrus. Yes, so uh, so it's they're using local products. Yes, yes, this place uh this place is Good Wolf Brewery in Higashiyoshino Village.
0: Yes, I want to I want to try it. I want to try the yuzu the yuzu beer. I'm out here she talks about introducing appeal of Mitsui Village in Nara. Now you also shared a beautiful view.
1: Uh this is Lizard Tail in yes, Nara. G- Yes, lizard tails. I didn't know about this plant. Do you know? No, it's beautiful though. Yes, so their their leaves that the leaves their leaves uh, turn white in in early summer. Yes. So uh, that the village is trying to uh, grow those uh you know unique plants all together that the village in nara prefecture me it's called mitsue village in nara prefecture
0: mitsue village because you did a tourist brochure for yeah, mitsue yes, village, yes, right? yes uh, yes
1: and they asked me to make the english one so i recreated and i didn't translate i but I collaborated with a professional translator and but, you know, you can't just translate directly from the Japanese. It sounds a little bit weird. So yeah, I had to uh, discuss with the translator and I think it this came up pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it looks great and it it
0: reads well. And I think that's a really important hurdle to understand. It's not just about translation. You really need a different copy for English and a different copy for Japanese. And I think that's that's where people like you, Akiko, can help so much because you have experience doing both English and Japanese. Mm. So really good job. Yes,
1: I can help. I I'll I'll be the, your translation director or liaison. Yeah, you can be a bridge, right? <laughs> yes, yes,
0: yes. She introduces a very unique Japanese suite, kimigoromo.
1: This is a very unique suite. You said, you said it's called kimi goromo. Is that right? Yeah, kimigoromo. Uh in Uda. Uda Matsuyama Uda, Uda, Uda Matsuyama is a uh, his, historic uh they have this historic townscape it, it was a castle town a few a few stores sell those uh sweets and Super it's a fluffy texture mm. because uh made of beaten egg white you know <laughs> but, but but the, the area is also famous with a uh, kuzu A very very good kuzu store uh, yeah. But I had kudzu noodles
0: the other day oh, from the Kokoro yes. care package. I talked to mm-hmm. the, the people who do Kokoro yeah. care package. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, kind of natural starch, right? Yes,
1: yeah, so the, the area uh, uh, is this place uh, that sell the authentic, very, very high-quality kudzu starch. Yes.
0: I found this great information about kudzu. And it is a perennial vine, which is often a trouble in many countries as it takes over. It reminds me of the talk with Winifred Bird as she talks about the trouble with bamboo taking over. So kudzu like bamboo, if it's used for food and other products, it is kept under control. But when people stop buying products with kudzu or bamboo, it gets out of control and it becomes wild and invasive in a lot of different areas so it has so many great functions as a starch it thickens up gel so it could be used for wagashi sweets but also many other soup stocks or things that you're trying to thicken Wow, it's so nice to have products which are grown in Japan, made in Japan, sold in Japan, eaten in mm-hmm. Japan, right? Uh, so much of Japanese foods are imported. Uh, there is sixty percent is imported. So we want to support mm-hmm. these locally made. Yes. yes. Uh, Marion says it's like a soft meringue, right? <laughs> meringue. Yes, yes, yeah. meringue. <laughs> that,
1: that that it's not too sweet. It melts in your mouth, very fluffy.
0: My favorite as a kid during Christmas time was meringue cookies. So cookies made with meringue and inside they have a like chocolate surprise. So my my mom used to call them surprise meringues. Is it hard? A little bit crunchy on the outside and then soft and chewy on the inside. Oh, Oh, you're making me miss my childhood here. Do you have a favorite Christmas food in Japan? Um, Christmas sweets.
1: Sweets. Well, I, oh, Japanese, mochi. we, mochi, we have, uh, you know, uh, zenzai, oshiruko uh so mochi with food. red bean sweet soup and that's vegan usually right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. that's totally vegan and we uh, eat it uh after the new year's with the uh kagami mochi that the mochi di- for display because you have to take it down after the certain period of new year Mm. And then you you can roast
0: it and make it yeah. fluffy and tasty. I love the warm mochi. It That's wonderful. It in the
1: bean paste soup. Sweet bean paste soup. Yeah, I wow. love it.
0: There are two types of sweet bean paste soup eaten in winter in Japan. Zenzai and Oshiruko. Both are made from azuki beans, sugar, and pounded mochi rice cakes. It's great. Uh, so just to remind people of how they can see your work uh, on Instagram,
1: ENN Tourism. Yes, we have uh, our Facebook page account, ENN Tourism, facebook.com slash ENN Tourism. Uh, yeah, and Instagram, and we have Twitter, ENN Tourism. So, okay. it, it covers the west part of Mia Prefecture and east part of Nara Prefecture. Wonderful.
0: That's and if easy. people want to find out more about you and your designs, your graphic designs, uh, you have your own website here, akikohayashi.com, yeah. very easy
1: to find. Yes, it's the same as that Behance. It, they share the same information, so either way. Wonderful thank
0: you so much that's our time thank you so thank much you so Akiko
1: much, Joy. thank you
0: it was wonderful talking with you and I hope yeah. we get to meet up sometime yes. and explore yes.
1: rural Naira yes. I'd weather. love to yeah, I, 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 I'd love to visit Hiroshima too and
0: yes yeah please uh get in yes. touch if you do come down this area yes. thank you thank you so much for all the great work that you're doing akiko and thank you everybody for joining us today have thank a great you day
1: today thank you have a good day to you too thank bye. you very much take care bye, bye.